it might seem counterintuitive, but actually being much more focused on just a few different companies that you are extremely passionate about and focusing in on those will make your job search and your job applications so much better. This is Debbie, and welcome to another episode of The Offbeat Life, where I speak to inspiring individuals who ditch the norm to become location independent. We'll learn how to create sustainable laptop lifestyles from the experts that will help us achieve freedom from our nine to five. All right, so we've been talking about landing a remote job for a while now, but the one thing you're probably most curious about is how to learn the online skills you need to land these jobs. I'm not just talking about getting a brief introduction, but learning from actual accredited schools so you can be taken seriously when you apply for these jobs. You've been waiting for a while and I'm really sorry about that, but I have finally created a whole page listing the best courses to take from teaching English online to becoming a freelance writer and so much more, all from trusted sources that will get you that remote job. So if you're ready and serious to take the next step, then visit theoffbeatlife.com slash learn online skills to get started. Again, you can visit theoffbeatlife.com slash learn online skills to get started. In this episode, I'm really excited to speak with Crosby, who is a location-independent traveler, freelancer, and content creator who's been traveling the world and working online since launching her freelance business as a senior in college. Over the last two years, she's gone on three USA road trips, lived in an RV, traveled solo to Peru, Colombia, and Mexico, all while building her remote career and helping others do the same. So listen on to find out how Crosby has been able to achieve freedom and fulfillment from anywhere in the world. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here. I am really excited to speak with my guest today. I'm here with Crosby. Hey Crosby, how are you? Hi, hi, I'm really good. Very happy to be here. I am so jealous of Crosby. Honestly, a lot of my guests, like it's winter right now where I am, and a lot of my guests have been talking to me from like tropical places, and Crosby is no different. She's in, where are you right now? You're in Mexico, right? And I'm like, you have a nice tan. I'm so jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep. I do my best to stay in sunny places at all times. So I'm in uh, Puerto Escondido right now in Oaxaca, Mexico. She's definitely living a true digital nomad lifestyle, which I love, and I'm really excited to talk to you today. So before we get to all of the things that you have to share with us today, can you tell us why you live an offbeat life? Yes, absolutely. So there's so many reasons why I think the main one for me, and I didn't even realize that this is what I was searching for for so long. I just kind of felt very out of place, very unfulfilled for the longest time. And I realized eventually what I was seeking was freedom and freedom with my lifestyle, freedom with my career and yeah, freedom with just how I designed my everyday life. So I live an offbeat life because I have experienced just how much there is out in the world. And I don't want to feel like I'm missing out on that. I don't want to succumb myself to a career or a lifestyle where I feel trapped. And so I just, you know, create this lifestyle so that I can have the ultimate freedom each and every day. Yeah. And it's, 
so crazy how 10 years ago, even five years ago, this would have been really what most people would think about as unstable, right? Or it's something that wasn't even in most of our radars because really none of us went to school hoping we could be digital nomads or even remote workers, you know, a few years ago even. And now this is a reality that most of us can do. And it is something that is really incredible. And, you know, Crosby and I were talking before the interview and she was even saying, you know, this is the time, this is one of the best times right now, or this is the best time right now to become a digital nomad, a remote worker. And you were able to do that, you know? And I think there's a lot of misconceptions to it, a lot of fear before you dive into this. But was this something that you always thought that you were going to do, Crosby? Like, what were you doing before you became a Mm -hmm. digital nomad? Oh, I was living the very typical American dream, quote unquote, where, yeah, I was in college. I was at a four-year university in North Carolina, and my focus was to graduate and start working at a PR agency in like Washington, D.C. or New York, because, you know, the major that I was in, my major was strategic communications. That was pretty much the route, the only successful route that we were being primed for. And so I just didn't know anything different. And I think that that is where a lot of people are right now, or they have been until the pandemic showed us that remote work really is possible in so many different industries. So yeah, before I became a remote worker, I was, you know, doing a ton of corporate internships, things that, you know, I thought would be building my future career. And it wasn't until I was in an internship with a company that I had been pining after for years. Like I was like, this is where I'm going to be working right after college. I'm going to build my career here. I'm going to work my way up that corporate ladder, blah, blah, blah. I got there and a few weeks in, I was just like, okay, I don't know if this is how it's supposed to feel, but it doesn't feel right. And yeah, it was at that point where I started looking at other avenues and came across freelancing, came across digital nomadism, but even still, like it felt very impossible and very out of touch. So it took a lot of work and mindset work, especially to get to the place where I am now, where I know for a fact that this is possible for anyone. And so that's why I'm super passionate about it now. Yeah. And I think for a lot of us, there's always that moment when you Mm -hmm. realize that it's not the life that you expected it to be. Because for most of us, we go to school, we get a job, you go there and you're still unhappy. You know, like you're thinking once you get A, B and C, it's going to start feeling different. You're an adult now. You have this quote unquote freedom with your life and then you go into it and it's not what you expected it to be. And I think the reason why I love doing, not think, I know that the reason why I love doing this podcast is that we are showcasing people like you, Crosby, who are able to do this. And there is an alternative to the regular nine to five or the regular just cubicle going to work. Now, it's not for everybody. I've seen that actually during the pandemic where, you know, I've seen people say, well, 
remote work is just not for me. I like being in a space where I'm with my coworkers. But for for someone like you and for someone like me, it's not enough, right? You had to right. go out there and and look for it yourself. So what was your first step to actually doing this? Because you did say it still felt really overwhelming. You saw all of these people doing it. Maybe you read something, you saw something, you heard something, but it still felt like it was a huge leap. What did you do to get, you know, out of that confusion or to take out that gap that you had? Yes. So it's interesting, my story, you know, I hear a lot of other people's stories as well and and how they came to, you know, live the digital nomad lifestyle or whatever they're doing. For some people, it's a gradual transition of, you know, over time, they realize that this is what they want. And over time, they kind of took baby steps towards this lifestyle. However, for me, it was a very specific turning point, And I will never forget it. Basically, that internship I was talking about, you know, those first few weeks, I felt very unfulfilled and a little lost and unsure if I wanted to go down this route, but didn't know what else to do. So I just kept pushing. The point in which I realized, okay, this is not happening anymore. I'm, I'm changing my life was I actually took a week off or actually just a week out of the office. I was working online and I went on a trip to Idaho, which is <laughs> super low key, but we went there. I had a trip planned with my family and I was working remotely from a cabin in the mountains. And it was at that point where I started questioning everything. I think I just needed to be separated from the corporate lifestyle because you can get very sucked into that world. So separating myself from that, being in the mountains, realizing, whoa, I can do pretty much everything I was doing in the office from here and in an even more productive way because I can control my schedule I don't have, you know, a lot of distractions around me in the office. So it was at that point where I really started looking at other options. And it wasn't until the second to last day where it really started to hit me. Like I have to leave and go back to my tiny cubicle office. And I got really, really upset. (laughs) I was just like, I really don't want to do that. This is no. And so I basically that night I stayed up all night and just got into the craziest rabbit hole of how can I work from my laptop from anywhere in the world? How can I travel and work at the same time? Um, because I'd seen a lot of videos like I was mentioning, but it wasn't, I, I didn't get the, the how, the nitty gritty how of how I can do this. So I stayed up all night. I made a bunch of Google Docs, spreadsheets, figuring out kind of how to make this a reality. The main thing that stuck with me was freelancing. That was the kind of area that I sparked my interest the most. And I did a ton of research and I basically decided (laughs) that night that that's what I was going to start pursuing. And again, it just, it was a big leap. And I remember waking up the next morning and kind of informing my parents of what was happening. And at the time I was still a college student. So I still had like a year left of school when I decided to do this. I told them they were a little skeptical, but still super supportive. And they're like, look, whatever you want to do, we're going to support you, blah, 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 which is so amazing. But Yeah, I pretty much went back to my corporate job, bawled my eyes out on the plane. And (laughs) once I was there, the last like month, month and a half of my internship, when I wasn't working, I was working on my freelance business. So figuring out what services I wanted to provide, what kind of clients I wanted to work with, compiling a list of potential clients that I could pitch to. And by the end of my internship, I had landed my very first client. 
And that very first client was actually a family friend and I was getting paid next to nothing. But to (laughs) me, it was like the most exciting thing ever because I was like, oh my God, they're taking a chance on me. This is my time to prove myself and to get into this lifestyle and see if I can really make this work. That first client snowballed and I was freelancing as a full-time college student and eventually bringing in three, four, five clients by my second semester. So that's kind of how it all started. And yeah, it's just been a whirlwind ever since. It's just, yeah, it's just been so incredible. But it was that turning point that really changed everything for me. It's so funny how the first income you ever make as a freelancer, remote worker, even if it's only a penny, you're always going to remember that because that was the first step that you knew it could actually be possible. Like, oh my gosh, I could actually do this. And it's not just a dream now. It's not like a pipe dream can actually happen. And you were already like, you weren't even graduated yet. You haven't even graduated yet. You were, you had this epiphany. And I, I talk about this, like the sliding doors moment. Have you watched that movie? with sliding doors no yeah it's so um oh my gosh Uh, I'm like so the sliding (laughs) doors moment is when there's a moment in your life where you choose one path or the next it's from this movie Mm. sliding doors with Gwyneth Paltrow I'm, I'm like mentioning this movie all the time but um it's where she missed a train and then in one of her life she missed a train and the other half she got in and if she missed a train her life completely changed. And then when she got in, it was a totally different, like, you know, way of life. And I think a lot of us have that sliding doors moment where if you had stayed, even though you were feeling unfulfilled and you had that epiphany moment and you had stayed at that job, you probably wouldn't be an intern. You probably would be a PR marketer or whatever it is that you were going to do. Yeah. You wouldn't be well, they offered in me Mexico. A job. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that <laughs> crazy? They, they, it's crazy. Yeah. Like literally they offered me a job for the, like after I graduated. So they, they were saying, you know, we'll wait eight months for you to graduate and then you can come back and come with us as an account executive. And I probably would have taken that on if, a month prior, I, like you said, hadn't taken that path because again, like it would have felt like the only option, but at that point it wasn't the only option for me anymore Mm. because I had chosen another path. So that's so, I need to watch that movie. I love that whole paradox is just so fascinating to think about. (laughs) Yeah. And it's so funny. And I think about that and I'm like, how many times in our life do we have that sliding doors moment where instead of being comfortable with something, taking a risk and seeing where that goes, right? And figuring out where life can actually take you once you take yourself out of that comfort zone. And I know that's very cliche, but a lot of the things that happen to you that really change your life are the things that you take a risk on. And that's what you did. And I think for somebody like you, Crosby, like you just graduated, you still had your whole life ahead of you. And if you made a mistake and if it didn't work out, you could always find another job, right? You could always go back. Exactly. No. And I think that's something that holds a lot of people back. Like this doesn't have to be some black and white thing and nothing ever is. So, you know, you can choose to take a risk, but still have a backup plan and still, you know, that, that is perfectly fine. Like, or you can take baby steps. Like I didn't really take baby steps, but many people do where, you know, you slowly transition into this lifestyle as you feel comfortable and as it makes sense with your individual life. So that's something that I think 
holds a lot of people back, but it doesn't have to. You know, you don't have to decide to go 110% into this lifestyle all at once because for a lot of people, that's just not realistic. So it's just figuring out what works for you. And, you know, like I said earlier, things are a lot scarier before you take action. So if you're just thinking about and watching videos and watching other people live your quote unquote dream life, it feels so much more scary and impossible than once you take that small first step towards it. And then it just, it feels a lot more manageable and a lot more realistic because you're taking these small step-by-step things every day. And it, it does not happen overnight. I think a lot of people make it seem like it does. I'm here to tell you it does not. I'm years into this and I feel like I'm still at the beginning. So, you know, it's, it's just, you have to like realize that these things, you don't have to turn your life upside down to make it happen. I absolutely agree with that. I think there's a lot of that misconception because we do just see the beauty of remote work, right? And not so much reality. You'll get a glimpse of it here and there from people who are honest about it, but it's not just working on a beach. Even though you're in Mexico right now, you still have to be in a place where you can concentrate. And I tell people all the time, if I work on the beach with a laptop, do you know how much sand will go on that? (laughs) Oh my God. It's the most unreal. I was talking to someone about this yesterday. Like I... I never laugh harder than when I see like a photo or a video of someone like laying on the beach looking so like paradise with your laptop. I'm like, I have never done anything remotely close to that. And I've never seen a real person do that. That's not taking a photo. It's just not a thing. Exactly. (laughs) I'm in a co-working space for like five, six hours out of the day with other remote workers doing the same thing as me. And that's just, that's how it goes. Like it's, it's just not, it's not like that. Instagram is obviously a highlight reel as we know. So we have to kind of take these things with a grain of salt always. Yeah. It's so funny. If you actually look at my homepage on my website for the offbeat life, I take a series of photos of me with my laptop in the middle of the road in like the desert in the Southwest. And this is, oh my God, Crosby, this was so funny because my two really good (laughs) friends who are like travel bloggers or photographers, I was like, you know how ridiculous it is? Like people think that we actually like take our laptops to like beaches. I'm like, what if I do the same thing, but on like the middle of the road in the desert? I'm like, I just want to take the most ridiculous remote work pictures. I'm like, on a rock in the desert, on the road, on the desert. I'm like, let's just take the most craziest stuff. And it's so funny. It's become like the most popular photos I have because it's like, okay, we get it. But it's like ridiculous, but also like it makes (laughs) sense. So I'm like, yeah, it's all unrealistic. You will never find me in the middle of the road. (laughs) No outlet, no no outlet, outlet, no (laughs) Wi-Fi. Exactly. You'll find me in my office like 10, 12 hours yeah. sitting here on the desk, you know, like that's mm-hmm. what reality is. But it's so interesting, like reality versus, you know, Instagram and and all of that. But there's so much good that comes to it. You do have this autonomy with, with your time, right? And you can decide if you're a freelancer, you can decide what type of jobs you can go into. Or if you decide to start a business, you can decide when you want to work, who you want to work with. Or if you actually get a full-time job, you may still have like that timeline that you're following, but you don't have to go in and 
commute and all of these things. So there's just so much more options in that sense when you do this type of, of life and lifestyle for yourself. Exactly. And that's the thing, like, you know, I am a part-time freelancer and a part-time business owner. And so a lot of times people will come to me and, and say like, I don't know how to start my own business. Like, I don't even know if I want to do that, but I really want to be a digital nomad. And, you know, for example, here in Puerto Escondido, where I've been working every day, there are people from all over the world, mostly from Europe, actually waking up at 6am to get online for their remote nine to five. And they're working all day. And then I see them out, you know, doing the coolest stuff at night and on the weekends and living their best life from here. And they still have, you know, that more stability in terms of a schedule and benefits and stuff like that coming in, but they're here. So it all depends, like I said earlier, what works best for you and your lifestyle. So you just have to take inventory of what makes sense for me. You know, if you don't want to be a freelancer or you don't want to start your own business, right now at least, I can always be a long-term goal. There are so many remote first companies that you can research, find and apply for that preach. They don't even let, it's not like they're letting you work from anywhere. It's like, this is part of their ethos is to give their employees the flexibility of their lifestyle, of their schedule, of their personal autonomy. And they, that's like just part of their company. So obviously a lot of companies went remote out of necessity during the pandemic, but there were companies before that, you know, decades before that, not decades, maybe one decade, (laughs) remote work is still new, but but their their whole purpose is to be a remote first company. And so whenever I talk to people about finding, you know, an ideal nine to five, remote nine to five, I always tell them, look for these remote first companies first. You know, don't go on LinkedIn or Glassdoor and just search remote, you know, account executive or whatever. Look for the companies first because if you find a company that has your values, treats their employees right, has a you know, co-working space allowance has a off a home office spending, uh, you know, stipend stuff like that, like that are specifically geared towards remote workers. That's where you're going to find the best opportunity and the most, you know, fulfilling and flexible lifestyle that comes with a remote nine to five. So I just want to put that out there because you know, I while I haven't worked a remote nine to five, I know so many people that have and have had a really great experience. So again, you know figuring out what works best for you and your lifestyle and, you know, going with that. So there's so many options, like you said. Yeah. And it's so interesting, right? And I do want to get into that topic too, about when you are looking for a remote job, a freelance job, whatever it is, if you're working for a company, it is always good to look at their ethos that you mentioned about like how they treat their workers, how like what you're going to expect when when you're working there, because you are not just looking for a job. Right. A lot of times when you're looking for a job, you're kind of like, oh, I, I, I hope they hire me. Right. It's kind of just like on them, right? It's like they have the power, they have all of that, and you're just hoping you get the job. But what I always say um, is that you have the first power before they do because you get to choose who you're going to apply for, right? So if you don't apply for a job that doesn't have the same values as you um, and, you, you know, that doesn't have the same beliefs and the work ethics that you have, then don't apply for them and you will have a less likelihood of 
being miserable in that job than if you just applied for mm-hmm. everything. And right now, there's yeah. so many oh opportunities, right? There's so much more opportunities that you do have that option, that you do have different things and different um, companies that you can apply for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not only that, but if you're just applying for every job opportunity that comes your way, because you, you know, you're kind of throwing darts at a wall, just hoping that something sticks. That is, to be perfectly frank, a recipe for disaster or like just not hearing back. Because I've talked to so many people that are like, I've applied for 25, 30 jobs, and I haven't heard back from any of them. And I'm like, well, you know, have you reached out to them on LinkedIn? Do you know the ins and outs of their company? How passionate are you about this company and this role? You know, they're, they're, it can feel so daunting and it, feel, it can feel like you're never going to get the opportunity to get a remote job sometimes because like you said, there's so many opportunities out there and there's so many people that are realizing that this lifestyle is possible. So they're applying too, but it might seem counterintuitive, but actually being much more focused on just a few different companies that you are extremely passionate about and focusing in on those so much more will make your job search and your job applications so much better. And it it will give you a better chance of sticking out to them because it'll shine through in your application. And if you're reaching out to them on LinkedIn, if you're networking, if you're doing all of those things, it will shine through and you will stand out. So, you know, I always tell people, don't just apply blindly for every job opportunity that comes your way. Do your research beforehand, find companies that you're really passionate about and that follow your values and your lifestyle and go in on those 150%. So that's like my number one tip for anyone that's applying for jobs. Just quit the glass door game and like go directly to these remote first companies. Um, Yeah, there's so many that I absolutely love that I (laughs) sometimes I'm like, should I just, should I just apply for some of these jobs? Because the benefits are just ridiculous. You get like, I mean, it's crazy. Like there's these remote first companies, they know what they're doing. They really do. So Mm -hmm. it's, There's a lot of cool opportunities out there. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. You just have to go a little bit extra. And I think a lot of people want to do the easy stuff, right? And um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But when it doesn't work, then you have to switch up what you're doing to actually make it work. And I think that is what I find the reason why most people aren't finding the job because they keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And that's kind of the definition mm-hmm. of insanity. As they yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love that. Well, those are really great tips, Crosby. And now talking about remote work, you do freelancing, you have your business, you seem like you have a lot of different streams of income. Can you tell us about them and how you're able to make that work so that it becomes more sustainable for you to have this digital nomad lifestyle? Definitely. So yeah, multiple streams of income are huge for people that aren't working a remote nine to five and, or people that are working remote nine to five, you know, anyone can have multiple streams of income. So for me, my main ones are, I have about four or five, um, right now. So my main one is freelancing, like you said. So right now my main kind of role is I'm an independent contractor for a small social media agency and we do executive branding. So I have several clients, uh, usually like CMOs, CEOs of companies, and I help them with their online branding and online social media presence. 
So that's what I do about maybe 10 to 15 hours a week, depending on you know what's going on with my clients. And then the other half of the time I work on my online business. So this is kind of a whole plethora of things. It started out as content creation. So YouTube, Instagram, and my blog, those things I started building out a couple years ago when I started this lifestyle. And they've really transformed you know, as people are more and more interested in this lifestyle. So I use those channels to, you know, showcase what it's really like to live this lifestyle and provide a lot of uh, tips and advice and answer frequently asked questions from my audience, you know, on those channels. So those channels have kind of blossomed into a few other things. So my more recent uh, streams of income are through digital products. That's something that if you have like a specific focus, if you want to help more people, if you have like a, a specialty that you want to really help people kind of get into and provide value. Um, I have created several eBooks. One of them is called Prepare to Launch. And that's kind of my you know, golden ticket that I give to anyone who wants to get into the remote work lifestyle, but has no direction, has doesn't know where they're going. Um, I created that a few months ago and have seen amazing results, which has been great. So digital products and then coaching as well. So for people that want a little bit more one-on-one assistance with how to go remote, how to work and travel, um, I also help people with that. So, you know, I'll do a few one-hour calls with people to put together a game plan of how they can you know, achieve this lifestyle with everything that's going on in their specific life. Um, And then I also have things like resume audits, LinkedIn audits, things that are really important to have uh, polished and ready to go if you are trying to get a remote gig in any way. So, oh, and then also YouTube, I said, you know, content creation, YouTube, I earned some ad revenue on there. So, you know, as I grow on YouTube, that ad revenue also grows. So that's just another kind of passive sort of income uh, that I have as well. So, I think that equals four or five. I don't know exactly, but um, yeah, those are my main ones. And yeah, but for the longest time, it was just one. Like I was just freelancing for a couple of years. Um, but this year, I've really kind of started hammering down on um, providing as much value as I can to people that you know want to live this lifestyle because I, I just I just love it so much, and I want other people to feel empowered uh, to do it themselves. So that's kind of where all of this kind of came from. Yeah, I love that. And we definitely have similar thoughts on that. Making sure that you have different sources of income is so important. And I love that some of the things that you're doing in your income streams are passive, passive income, meaning you don't really need to do much after you do the initial work. Now, you talked about ads for YouTube, and I know you mentioned you had a blog too, and you could definitely do ads with that. And one of the things that you can do are through affiliate marketing, right? Yes. Oh, I didn't mention that. Yeah. (laughs) I did. affiliate marketing on my blog as well on my blog and on my YouTube and sometimes Instagram. So yeah, blogging, blogging is definitely another great way to, to earn passive income as well. So that's been another source of, of some money there. Yeah. And it's amazing. One of the things that I love about affiliate income, I mean, that's what I do with, with my website and it is really effective because I literally just add information about a product, a service, a company that I already use. And what happens is if somebody purchases something, I automatically get income from that without even any doing any work. So I could technically write an article today and 
you know, a year or two from now, I'm still making income from that. And you and I have a lot of similarities in that we talk about remote work, we talk about digital nomadism, and we talk about travel. And as content creators, specifically as travel content creators, one of the things that I found to be a little bit difficult is really finding all of these companies that I really love and become affiliates to them and not go to all of like these hoops that I have to go through to figure out which one's going to take me, which one isn't. And then even if I did find them, they're kind of all over the place and then I'm so disorganized. So the really great company that I'm actually working with right now and is also a sponsor. The company is called Travel Payouts and I love them because they are one of the largest affiliate platforms that's specifically for travel content creators, right? So yeah, it's amazing because I've never seen a company like this before, uh, which means they help you to earn all types of travel services that you already mentioned on your site, right? Like your flights, your accommodations, your insurance, car rentals, and so much more, especially as remote workers, we want to travel a digital nomads. We do all of these things. So if you have content like that, it will pay off if you go to travel payouts and apply for them. And it's all in one place. You don't have to be confused. They're really amazing. So if you're ready to learn more about travel payouts and earn money doing what you love, go to theoffbeatlife.com slash travel payouts to get started and make sure you use the promo code new 2022 to get $25 on top of your first payout. Again, go to theoffbeatlife.com slash travel payouts to get started. And again, use the, the promo code new 2022 to get $25 on top of your first payout, which is, I think, amazing because you're earning more just by using that promo code. And I love them. It's so easy to use. Once you go in there, you get everything in one place and you're literally just mentioning products and services and companies that you already love and you get paid for it. I mean, that is amazing. And that's why I love travel payouts. And it's it's just so easy. Sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Like Googling right now, (laughs) going to your website. I know. I love that because you know what it is with me when I used to just look for different types of affiliates, they were so confusing. That's why I love um, finding one place like that. So That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. So now that you have this lifestyle, right? Looking back to when you first started Crosby, was it everything that you thought it was going to be? <laughs> Honestly, like it, it's so it's so, I didn't even know what I thought it was going to be because it just felt so not real. Like I was just watching these videos and I was like, "Are are you are we sure that this is actually like their life? Like this looks way too perfect." I think honestly, like, like we talked about before, you know, it is for me, like, I think I had a bit of a more like realistic approach. Like I know how much I like to work. Like I actually enjoy, I'm a weird, I'm weird like that. I just, I I really enjoy, you know, going and, and really diving into something and getting in deep and all of that. So I knew that this lifestyle was going to entail a lot of work for me, but, um, I think it, it just, it's, it's so much more, community there's so much more community than I thought there was going to be and you know I'm, I'm here in, in Mexico by myself like I travel solo a lot of the time because most of my friends work in an office job uh, my sister's in college my parents are still working and my boyfriend has to work in Florida right now so I go on a lot of these trips by myself and that can seem intimidating but when you are 
you know, doing it right and you are focusing on community, you will find so many people that are doing the same lifestyle. And it's just, it's so cool to be surrounded by other nomads because at least for me, my immediate circle in the US, no one really understands why I do this or what I do on a day-to-day basis. So it's really nice to come here and, you know, meet all these other nomads and see what, what they've been doing for the last few years and what their goals are and all of that. So all that to say, um, yes and no, you know, I, I definitely knew that it was going to be like this very freedom, you know, joyful experience. And it has been all of those things, but you know, the community that I've been able to find on these trips has just been mind blowing and shown me that, you know, it's possible for anyone in the world, regardless of your background, regardless of your skills, you know, it can be possible if you really want it to be. So uh, yeah, I'm so happy. And I, I just, I can't wait to continue living this lifestyle because, you know, during the pandemic, I really could only stay in the US. So I was doing a lot of road tripping, but as of the last like six to eight months, I have been more international. So Peru, Colombia, now Mexico. And yeah, it's definitely like, it's really showing me how possible this is for everyone and yeah, how fulfilling it is for me at least. So I definitely foresee myself staying this lifestyle as long as possible. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want it to end ever. (laughs) And I feel like it also kind of pushes you to your boundaries most of the time, things that you didn't even think you could do and you're doing it. So there's so much more to discover about yourself when you are placed in these types of situations that you become a totally different person once, you know? Yep. You, you come out of yeah, it. And I, I think, and I think that's something actually like, at least for me, I don't see much of that conversation happening online because, you know, for example, like I, I went to Columbia a few months or no, like a month ago and I was there for a month and half of that I was solo. And the other half I was with other content creators and travelers to come back to my hometown to like visit my family and my friends I was there for maybe two weeks and I felt, I just, it, 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 I don't know. I started to feel a little bit alienated because I was like, I really don't relate to these people that I love so deeply. Like I used to, you know, I, I feel like I've kind of rounded a corner of like this, this is where I want to be. I know my purpose and I know the lifestyle that I want to be living and the values that I have don't really line up with all of the values that, uh, you know, my hometown kind of embodies and that most American places and, you know, typical like nine to five, you know, corporate places don't necessarily share. So I think that also is something to think about, like, as you live this lifestyle more and more and you meet other people who are kind of on the same trajectory as you, and you see, you know, just the possibilities that are out there and, you know, the perspective shift that it has for most people doing this, it is so transformative to the point where like, it's hard to go back. Like it, it can be really hard to like, you know, go back and, and try and live like a more traditional life. So that's been something that I've been like, you know, kind of dealing with not even in like a negative or a positive way, just like observing how I feel when I'm around like my childhood friends and my family when I go home, like it's, it's very, it's very interesting. So, um, that's something to think about, but I, it makes me feel so much like it makes me feel much more at home when I'm places like here, Puerto Escondido, like living in a hostel with a co-working space and meeting people from all over the world, working online and living this nomad lifestyle. Like I relate to them so much more than I relate to people I went to college with at this point. So I don't know. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's a totally different mind space that you have now yes. when 
you you go like I said when you go out of that comfort zone and you do something else and you discover so many new things and you you like you said you can't go back to that again you're just a completely different person now which is amazing right amazing to make that transition now talking about that Crosby you know already you've been seeing all of these transformations that you've seen in yourself within the last few years let's fast forward to around 40 to 50 years from now and you're looking Mm. back at your life what legacy would you like to leave and what do you want to be remembered for that's such a good question. And something that I, I actually think about this a lot, you know, I don't try and plan too much for the future, but I, I do kind of think about like, yeah, like 50, 60 years from now, like what are the photos and the videos I'm going to be showing my kids and my grandkids about how I lived my life. And I think that's kind of what's driving me is I think inspire, I think my legacy, I would want to inspire the current generation and the next generations to not feel like they have to follow societal norms and adhere to the things that they have been primed with their whole life. I want my legacy to inspire people to challenge themselves, to question the norms, and to live a life that is in 100% alignment with you and your values. So you know, that takes a lot of mindset work, takes a lot of personal growth to even figure out what your values and your dreams are. But once you figure that out, you know, living in true alignment with that and, you know, living a life that you don't want to escape from as cliche as, cliche as that sounds. Yeah. And I think that's what most of us want, right? We just want to do something that we feel happy doing every single day. And I think for a really long time, not being happy with what you're doing is what was expected. And you should just have, you know, you should just be okay with that. And I think we are in this new generation of of people who are not okay with that, who aren't okay with being unhappy every day, just grinding to grind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a totally different new life that we can all lead. And it's definitely possible. And I love that at is part of your legacy, Crosby. And I'm I'm loving that. I'm loving that legacy. So <laughs> <laughs> if our listeners want to learn more about you, where can they find you? Absolutely. So you can go visit my website. It's crosbygracetravels.com. If you are interested in getting into this lifestyle, click the start here tab. It has everything on there that you could possibly need. And then also you can find me on Instagram and YouTube at Crosby Grace Travels. So Yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Thank you so much, Crosby. We really appreciate you for sharing your journey with us. Thanks so much for having me. This has been really fun. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Crosby. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the extended interview where she shares how to transition to a sustainable remote lifestyle. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Hey listeners, thank you for listening to this episode and I'm so thankful for your support. 
I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode and get suggestions on guests, topics we can discuss, and so much more. Feel free to reach out at hello at theoffbeatlife.com and let me know what you'd like to hear. If you like the show, don't forget to give us some love and review on iTunes. Thank you again for being a part of this journey, and I can't wait to hear how your location-independent story will unfold. 